longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Be Yourself, Everyone Else is Taken by Oscar Wilde. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maria Wong. The theme for our show today is The Gift of You. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you can be part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. It's the season for giving, so give big! Today, we have Maria in the first segment talking about an event that shaped her to be who she is today. Take it away, Maria. Thanks, Brigitte. So yes, today I'm going to be talking about the Washington Journalism and Media Conference. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically a five-day conference for 250 teenagers, and we're called National Youth Correspondents. And with this conference, you get firsthand experience in the journalism field and also get to meet and network with the top leaders in media and journalism. So at this conference, I really learned how to report, write journalistically, and network with people, and also got the chance to go to panels with different journalists, attend Socratic seminars, and here to talk to really great speakers such as New York Times writer Tina Rosenberg, Pulitzer Prize winning photojournalist Carol Guzzi, and Hoda Kotb, who's the host of of the Today Show. And I really think that WJMC is a great place for any budding journalists or just anyone curious um, in journalism to get a hands-on experience and meet and network with the leaders of media and journalism from all over the world. And if any of you are wondering how you could join Basically, national youth correspondents are selected either by expressing an interest in journalism on the SAT or ACT test or is nominated by a teacher or an alumni of WJMC. What I really loved about being a national youth correspondent is that I not only represented California, but also my high school. And I was really able to meet people from all walks of life with completely different opinions and backgrounds from mine from states like Kentucky, Oklahoma, and even Alaska. And I just really love this conference because I believe it really has shaped me to be the journalist and person I am today and has taught me so many valuable life skills. And going off with that, I think the most important thing I did at WJMC was step outside my comfort zone and push my boundaries, which is something I don't really experience a lot at home. But being surrounded by 249 strangers, people I've never met, I really had to learn how to connect and talk to so many people that once again had so many different opinions and backgrounds. And Mm -hmm. in my opinion, I really think that you learn more about yourself by learning more about other people. And 
was really cool because we were put in these color groups. I was in the red group. It's a group of like 20 people and you have two leaders and a mentor. And in the short five days, our group slowly became a family. And it was so cool to bond with them over seeing DC's monuments or learning how to write or being immersed in a newsroom simulation. And we still keep in contact today, which I think really shows um, just the tight bonds that are made at WJMC. Mm-hmm. One of the things I had to do that really pushed my boundaries and I think um, just really helped me journalistically was the newsroom simulation, where basically it was we were writing for the Washington Post. And three of the people in my group were selected to be the editors, and the rest of us were writers with different beats or segments that we had to write about. And my friend Kat and I had to push for our international beat. It was a story about China's rising technology. That was all that was given to us to be the front page cover for the Washington Post. And we could add any details we wanted to make it interesting. And it was really hard for us first, just because for some reason we couldn't think of what would be appealing to Washington Post readers about China. And we go through two rounds with the editors. The first round was pretty stale. We had no ideas and they didn't really consider us. And we were like, okay, we got to get, we got to get to like the front of the cover. And we decided to make a story about how China's rising Apple stores and Microsoft stores, basically any store with technology was developing far faster than the United States and how statistics show that this could lead to global dominance. (laughs) And though this wasn't, um, we were just making our story as interesting as possible. And we actually did make it to the front of the cover, which was such, a proud, <laughs> yeah, it was such a proud moment for Kat and I. And it really just had me think on my feet, just push me intellectually and just as a journalist in general. And it was just a, such a fond memory to look back on it. Something um, my friend Kat and I really just bonded over. And just overall, I just want to say this to anybody who's listening who got an invitation for WJMC and is at least considering it, go and do it. You really won't regret it. And I feel like I've really pushed myself and my boundaries and learned more about myself just in general than any other program. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a great program. Just thinking about the gift of you, I was like, I really think this program has really shaped me, especially because I've always been interested in journalism Mm -hmm. and just being able to fully immerse myself in that and talk to so many different people. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. And like to think that you could, you know, you meet so many people as well and you kind of like you said you stay in contact with them and I think that's really cool that you're able to meet people through this amazing program and really connect with them over journalism so Maria how do you so you said yeah definitely it like change you as a person and you know going through this program was really incredible uh do you plan on like you utilizing some of these skills and like going into journalism maybe in the future or like majoring in it or anything like that Yeah, I mean, ever since I've been little, I've always wanted to be a journalist of some sort. Definitely, I've always wanted to be a writer. And journalism, I just felt sort of fit into that because I love to hear other people's stories. But um, going through high school, there's a journalism elective at my high school. But I chose to do art just because I really do love art, too. But being able to do radio reporting and going to these journalism programs, I definitely love it. I'm not sure if I'll major in journalism, but I definitely would love to work for that. I mean, my dream job ever since I've been little has always been to be a writer for Time Magazine. Really love that magazine. I've been subscribed forever. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's just, I've definitely always wanted to be a journalist, but we'll see what happens later on. <laughs> we'll see what happens in the future. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, it's it's really incredible that you were also able to get closer to, you know, the process, process of writing and, like, 
you know, being involved in journalism through this program. So do you, after the program, did you write a lot more than you used to before the program? Did you like really get into the process or were you always like really involved in writing? I'd always like to say I always love to write in my free time. But after um, after WJMC, we had to keep a blog for five days where we would just recount what we were doing or anything we found interesting. So after that, I really just got into the habit of journaling or writing things down every day just because it's great to look back on. But also just like my opinions on current events or stuff like that, just to look back on, especially with the new year coming up, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like journalism in general is just it's it's sad cuz I I interviewed someone in like the 8th grade or something about journalism and like he was he was he wrote for the San Francisco Chronicle and he was like, "You know, the field of journalism is steadily shrinking and if you major in it, y'all are not going to get any jobs." And I was like, "What? What do yeah. you mean?" And you know, and it's great to see that there's this program that's, you know, encouraging young people to really write more and get into the field of journalism and hopefully like keep it going and you know because it's a great field (laughs) yeah totally I think um what I really agreed on with WJMC was the main message that journalism is not dying it's just going into new forms um just especially digital media rather than print perhaps but um I just really love just because you know just with all of the news lately and fake news and just misconstrued news and not getting our news sources right. This was such a great program for all of us to be inspired to really change the field of journalism and make it back to what it used to be, something that was reputable and not biased. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, my, my dad has like a problem with that. He's like, the news never tells the truth anymore. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, it, it's sad that, you know, we have we've all of these conflicting viewpoints. And oftentimes the media is no longer about like writing what's going on in the world. It's more about misconstruing things so that you can argue and push your viewpoint on other people. So it's great that this program is really able to just encourage, you know, young writers to get out there like yourself and to just move past the uh, the bias and get down with the actual facts. And so, um, Maria, do you, do you know, like, um, have you, you mentioned that you've kept in touch with the people that you've met. Yes. And I understand that's, like, really hard, right, because you're from different states and from all over the place. So do you guys... Is it like Facebook messaging? Are you guys able to talk about your writing? Uh, is there like, do you do projects online? Like, how do you how do you keep in yeah. contact with them? So um, just like, it's still friendly, you know, Snapchat, just like all <laughs> social media. But talking about that, um, we do have a GroupMe, which is just an app for group chats. It's pretty convenient. And we've talked a lot just about current events that have happened and our opinions on it and just shared our writing also, just like in our school newspapers and stuff like that. And especially after the election, it was really interesting just to hear everybody's different opinions because everybody, it was the whole spectrum of um, just the reaction to the election. So that was definitely very interesting. And I think it was actually really good just to know everybody's opinions rather than just one bias. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good to have those, especially like after 2016 in general, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, oh, yeah. what are we all doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm definitely excited for the new year. But yeah, just overall, I really, just to anybody listening who's considering it or has been like nominated by their teachers or not standardized testing, really just go for it if you have the time and um, can raise money for it just because it's such a great program. And I really think it'll shape anybody who goes there to be just the journalist person thinker they are. 
Yeah, yeah, that's an incredible message. Like, just yeah. go out there, achieve your dreams. Um, and so, yeah, you just mentioned, you know, like you you have to kind of raise money to go to the program because yes. it's it's not complete. You know, you got to provide for yourself. So, were you? Did you do like a uh, a GoFundMe or anything like that, or did you just were yes. you able to? So, you know? um, my so it's different for everybody. I know. I know some people raised the money completely on their own, or they had jobs, so they were able to pay for it. Other mm-hmm. people's parents just paid for it. I had a GoFundMe account. So all of my family and friends helped me go to DC, which was really nice. But yeah, I'd recommend that to anybody. They do like heavily endorse using GoFundMe or just sort of doing like fundraising for it just because it's just yeah. a good thing for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's also, um, that's kind of like utilizing your journalism skills, right? You got to, on GoFundMe, I understand you have to like write about, you know, your cause yeah. and like, how it's going to help people like, come on, like, this is a great program. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's, that's incredible, though, that, you know, there's this program that you were able to, you know, get a GoFundMe and really um, push yourself to enter this program and go through it and, you know, make your writing better and invest in journalism. So I, I don't know. I thought, I think the program in general from hearing you talk about it is just like really, really cool. It's like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. That sounds like a lot of fun. Cause you know, it's in this day and age, everybody, everybody's talking about being a computer engineer. And I guess that's, we really have to move past that and like see that there's feels like journalism that are really incredible. And so thank you, Maria, so much. And it was really interesting to hear about the Washington Journalism and Media Conference and how great it is. Uh, sadly, it is time for a break. Um, I'm Bridget Gia. <laughs> and I'm Maria Wong. Support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more info on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestarur.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our talk. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Maria Wong, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. 
And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today we are discussing the gift of you. To kick it off, uh, in the second segment, we will be reading a passage from Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, uh, written by our very own Cynthia Bryant and teen contributors. Um, all right. Uh, Maria, do you want to start it off? Sure. All right. You have traveled a long way both in this book and in your life. You still have lots of thrills, chills, triumphs, and tumbles ahead of you. Each new day is an exciting gift waiting for you to open it. And Good Manner suggests that, in exchange for this present, you offer one of your own. That gift is you. You were born to be magnificent. No matter who or what you are, you have extraordinary gifts to offer the world. Your skills, passions, experiences, and insights make you unique. Live in no one's shadow. Live no one else's dream. You already have all the tools you need to become the person you want to be. Take a look in the mirror. Admire yourself. You are already a star. You are you. Cherish the past and the dream of the future, but enjoy every moment of the present day. Do and be what you desire. Let your flame burn brightly within. You are an original. You have just one shot on this earth in this body, so use your talents to the maximum. The gift of life is an incredible chance to love, laugh, work, play, cry, pray, and look up at the stars. What stories lie buried in your heart? What lessons will you share? Grab this opportunity to experience the joyfulness of being, living fully, and authentically. And don't forget the rules of being the star you are. One, you must smile. Two, you must have fun. And three, you must be willing to be wild and crazy. If it's not yet obvious to you, the real reason for this, in all seasons, is you. A more perfect child of the universe has never lived. Until now, only celebrations cloaked in myth and mystery could hint at your divine heritage and sacred destiny. You are life's prayer of becoming and its answer. The first light at the dawn of eternity, drawn from the ether to discover new heights and revel in seas of blessed emotion. You are a pioneer, courageous, heroic, and exalted by legions in the unseen. You will will give beyond reason, care beyond hope, love without limit, reach, stretch, and dream in spite of your fears. These are the hallmarks of divinity, traits of the immortal, your badges of honor. May you wear them with a pride. Your light has illuminated darkened paths. Your gaze has lifted broken spirits. And already your life has changed the course of history. This is the time of year we celebrate you. Keep on daring, pushing limits, singing, dancing, and expanding your horizons. I wish you great success in living, loving, laughing, and learning to make a difference. Life is a party, and you are the gift. Walk right in and enjoy the celebration. All right, and now we've got uh, one exercise to pump up your energy and really embrace what it means to be you. Uh, The telephone rings. Answer it enthusiastically, knowing that your caller has the potential to offer you something you have been dreaming of for years. How do you respond? Be prepared for greatness. It is the inevitable amalgam of your many gifts. Um, Pound your chest and yell at the top of your lungs, I am the greatest. Be the star you are. We bow before you. The end is your beginning. Wow, what a nice, positive segment. I know, right? <laughs> I really feel like if reading this, if you're having a bad day, or you just need something to cheer you up, this is such a great way to boost your self-esteem and already confirm that everybody is great in their own way and has their own talents and just should live life to the fullest being themselves. 
Yeah, definitely. And it's like, it, it's nice that um, the chapter, it kind of embraces like, yo, you're not just an average old person who walks around and does average things. You are, you know, like, as you, you are the most powerful thing. You are an entity who can really accomplish a lot of things with um, your power and who you are. Uh, and it kind of talks about how, like, you should never get down on yourself and uh, never forget, really, that you are an individual who can achieve a lot of great things. And it, it kind of ties in with um, what you were talking about in the last segment where you attended this conference and, like, you told everybody, hey, like, don't forget or, like, don't don't miss out on an opportunity to, like, utilize yourself to the greatest that you can be. And I think it really ties in. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think this is just this post um, is really a message that should be spread out, just especially, I think, to all teenagers, just because I feel like sometimes we suffer from a low self-esteem or we're so mediocre, you know, like jokes like, oh, I'm just trash. Like, that's just like a common thing to say, you know, but really we should be like just thinking of how great we are and how positive it can be just because I feel like if you have that positivity and high self-esteem, you're able to accomplish a lot more. Yeah, definitely. And I I also think it's like nowadays when you talk about yourself or when you when you kind of congratulate yourself on reaching like a benchmark or, you know, being good at something, it's kind of automatically taken as, oh, my gosh, you're bragging, like stop bragging about yourself. And, you know, we're taught to be like uber humble, like so humble that we kind of forget sometimes that, you know, we're not we're not just little little dots in the void (laughs) we're not just trash you know (laughs) it's nice you know that this segment really kind of reminds us that we're still people and we can be proud of what we achieve and what we've done and like I feel like I feel like definitely what you brought up where all teens kind of just think that they're the worst things ever and then um I I do debate so we have like a lot of a lot of like critique arguments where the philosopher that you're reading will just be like lol you're nothing like capitalism exists you're just another cog in the machine like humankind is not individual like yo like calm down you know we've got our good points and we're we're individuals just because we're living under capitalism doesn't mean we don't have a value to life doesn't mean that we're not ourselves, you know? Like, I'm, I'm not shaped like a cog. Are you shaped like a cog? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely. Um, going back to debate, I know um, debate is really a big deal at our school. You guys oh, yeah. <laughs> are so naturally ranked. But in your own experience, how do you think debate has shaped you to be who you are today, especially reading these specific philosophers or, yeah. Um, I definitely like debate has shaped me and like who I am specifically. And I know I've talked to a lot of people in debate who um, it really shapes who they are. Um, (laughs) A certain individual that he's so intense um, and it's really like shaped the way that they think as well. And debate is cool in that it takes you through all of these philosophers it takes you through Nietzsche Lacan it takes you through like a lot of Marxist thinking where like you work out that capitalism is like the worst thing ever (laughs) and like people run that in debate rounds and 
you learn to strategize um, with certain arguments and like what you're supposed to run in to counter a certain argument. And that shapes your thinking in everyday life. And it's also made me really aware of a lot of like social justice issues where you've got, you know, a lack of equality between the genders um yeah for sure we have like a feminism critique where it just talks about like how you know we're conditioned to kind of see like see inequality as a kind of like oh don't worry about it it's always been there it always will be we're gonna do nothing to solve it and debate allows for like a unique opportunity to argue against that which i think is really cool and like um I feel like especially for the Northern California, like Oregon circuit, it's really, really fast paced as well. So it like keeps you thinking on your feet. And that's like a good skill to have. So it's it's pretty good. We have fun. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's so cool just because I really do think that debate just like radio what we're doing now it just really allows us to be better at thinking on our feet and improvising and Mm -hmm. connecting with people. But yeah, I think that's really cool. Just debate in general, also how you brought up just social justice issues, just because I think a lot of times we have the tendency to block out things that aren't necessarily positive, um, even though I feel like we should reflect on them and find solutions to them. In debate, do you feel like when you're Mm -hmm. arguing, you're able to create solutions or is it more just arguing on the notion of something? Um, I think it's... I think you are able to, because um, in debate, a lot of the times, once you've gotten familiar with a lot of the cr- critical arguments about, you know, what's going on in society today, and we talk about, like, queer theory and, um, yeah, feminism, a lot of that, and, like, anti-blackness is okay, where we just run it against uh, people who are racist or, like, plans who are race, uh, that are racist. Um, and so once you've gotten a good experience with these, you actually start writing them yourself. And once you write them, you have to cite, like, philosophers and you have to read a lot of, for example, if you're writing a feminist critique, then you have to cite a lot of, like, feminist literature and read a lot of these thinkers and writers. Um, and so it really brings you to a certain viewpoint that helps you kind of create change within your own mind I guess and yeah within, yeah within like people who are in the round with you which is often um if you get into debate it's often like a point of like solvency where like we're reading this argument in this debate so that we can change the viewpoints of the people in this debate on this one issue and that's how we solve for the problem in this specific instance so I think that it it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily on a big scale, but like in terms of grassroots, it's like pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree. I think even just changing one mind is so important, just goes back to the idea of an individual. Um, short, sadly, we are out of time. Thank you so much, Brigitte, for this yeah, awesome conversation. I really loved hearing about debate just because mm-hmm. I didn't really know that much about it beforehand. So during <laughs> the break, please visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. Also, please visit our charity site at bt, uh, be the star you are dot org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here as we continue our amazing discussion on you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Maria Wong. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today on Express Yourself, we are discussing the gift of you. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today we have on veteran lead host of Express Yourself, Hannah Hundel. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to the show. Or hi. Welcome hi. back. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Maria. Hi, Brigitte. Wow, it is phenomenal to be back on Express Yourself. It always is. This program, this team is so near and dear to my heart. I feel like... No matter how old I get, no matter where life takes me, no matter what passions I pursue, the lessons and the experiences that I had here on this show are rooted in me so solidly, and I'm a better person for them. Well, today's theme is The Gift of You, and I think there's no better platform to talk about this than on this show, an outreach program of the Be The Star You Are charity. Let that marinate for just a moment. Be The Star You Are. Not the star that you could be, that you might be, that you should be, but the star that you already are, that light inside you that's unlike any other. I believe that we each have a unique collection of talents and attributes. In other words, we each have something or many things to offer to the world. Although I'm only 19 and have so much more to learn about how the world works, I can say this for sure. I've observed many people journey through life unaware of their uniqueness and of their own personal stardom. They do things because that's just what they've always done, what they've watched other people do, or it's just what they've they've been told that they're, quote, supposed to do. But as the famous novelist and playwright Oscar Wilde said, and as Maria opened up this program by saying, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. 
knowing that you are such uniquely gifted individuals, why be anyone else than your incredible, extraordinary, magical, marvelous selves, right? Well, express yourself and be the star you are helped me realize my potential, my inner stardom. By introducing me to the world of radio, the show gave me at the tender age of, oh, 15 or 16, a platform from which I could spread my thoughts and interest with the world. And that was so empowering for me because it sent me the message that I am valuable and that I have ideas worth sharing. Put another way, it taught me that people want to hear from me just the way I am. I cannot begin to describe what a transformative impact that has on a young person. And now that I'm in college, I've carried that lesson with me, that understanding that I need to remain true to my inner light and pursue the organic passions that really make me happy. Because ultimately, that's what the world needs most from me, for me to just be myself. Now, I'll admit, it can be challenging to be self-aware and self-accepting when you're in an environment where everyone around you seems uber incredible. You know, every day I'm surrounded by fellow college goers who are starting phenomenal nonprofits and interning at the biggest tech companies and attending New York Fashion Week and starting their own ventures and more. And it can take a lot to, one, not get swept up in that current of what everyone else is doing, and two, to not feel the need to try to prove yourself and your worth. You know, I try to remember that it's not a competition, but rather a celebration. Celebrate everyone's talents and attributes, and in doing so, make sure you don't forget to celebrate yourself, the gift of you. You know, I like to follow a cohort of beauty bloggers in my leisure time, which is one thing that I've always liked to do. And one of my favorites, Candy Johnson, she's a makeup artist with a YouTube channel. And she has a quote that I cherish so much. She has every one of her videos saying, quote, remember, you're more beautiful than you know, more talented than you think, and more loved than you could ever imagine. And I'd like to add one more clause to that. You are more of a gift than you even realize. All of you. Everyone. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, (laughs) wow. That's really inspiring. And that kind of, you know, that really puts the whole gift of you in in perspective. Like, you are a gift. Like, don't don't underestimate yourself and don't put yourself down and yeah i feel like beauty bloggers you know especially Mm -hmm. uh now that you mentioned it they're just like they're so positive like i i also follow a lot of them (laughs) (laughs) and they're just it's it's just you think you think like oh they're covering themselves up with makeup like that's not letting yourself shine but it's like it's more of a way to like accentuate yourself right with makeup and through your like makeup talent and they're always like so down to earth you know they're like all right guys we're gonna we're gonna mess up on this makeup but then they turn out looking great and they're like all right I'm kind of happy with how it turned out and it's just it's so nice I love beauty bloggers (laughs) I do too I'm very fascinated by that whole blogosphere And the idea that people, no matter where they are in the world, can take their talents and now they have this platform, like particularly YouTube or even socials like Instagram and Pinterest, they have a way to share it with the world. And I think it really does, you know, emphasize owning your own inner stardom and your own uniqueness, right? Like a lot of these tutorials and um, some of my favorite types of videos to watch are they were called Draw My Life videos. Which is oh, yeah. 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 Maybe about a year ago, I think. And, you know, 
it's really just a passion for them and it's art and they're just sharing their art with the world. And I feel like we all have our own sort of art, whether you're into electrical engineering and circuitry and that's your art or, you know, whether it's makeup and, and, you know, um, fashion, that's your art, right? So we all have to find our art. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm in college now and being in college, I'm around probably the most unique collection of people I've ever been around, right? Because, you know, back at home, definitely had some pretty awesome people. But now I'm in an environment where people were kind of handpicked from around the world. These super, super talented people all do crazy things. I mean, my roommate went to New York Fashion Week. I have another roommate who was like meeting Tim Kaine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the election was going on, right? And you do really get to realize how everyone is so different, but so marvelous in their own way. And we don't all have to be like each other to, to be valuable and, and to be gifts to the world. In fact, it's our difference that makes us such gifts. Yeah. And Hannah, do you feel like when starting college and just being around this, just this um, amazing group of people, did you feel like it was more sort of intimidating or it felt more just um it was like something great to be around and bounce off of. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think it definitely made me a better person because I got to meet more strokes of di- folks of different strokes or how, how does that saying go? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So I got to meet people for the first time with like different beliefs and, you know, different belief systems that I had never been exposed to in my relatively small town of Turlock, California. Um, I got to meet people doing things that I didn't even know were possible, like building water filtration systems, using solar technology, like things that I never fathomed before. So I think, although initially I remember entering this this space and feeling like, gosh, I need to get on my game, you know, I I need to amp up my efforts here. Look at what everyone else is doing. This is so incredible. I I need to get to work. Um, So although there can be that slight intimidation factor, I think I walk away a much better person just being around that diversity. Mm -hmm. Diversity is really the richness and the spice of life. Yeah. And, you know, like this this entire uh, show today is just about like individuality. Mm -hmm. And then we I guess we also have to recognize how individuality can really, you know, rub off on us as well as individuals. As individuals, we are influenced by other individuals, and that just, like, (laughs) puts it all into focus and really makes it work out. And so, um, Hannah, you mentioned that, like, hey, you you get in touch with all of these, like, cool people. Um, Have you you been inspired to, like, um, I don't know, like... Has it has it influenced mm-hmm. like who you you are as a person? Like, uh, yeah. I don't like. Are there any? Do you do you talk to people and get more like sciency when you <laughs> talk to people with like water filtration? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say it has rubbed off on me a bit. Different interests or maybe different areas that I hadn't previously explored. For example, I mentioned that one of my roommates is really into fashion. And got invited to New York Fashion Week. And she's always piecing together different designs. And I personally have never been that into fashion. I mean, I think it's cool and all. I, I love to flip through magazines and kind of, you know, <laughs> admire those constructions that I see there. But in all reality, every day I'm waking up, I grab the same sweatshirt. I grab the same <laughs> jeans. And, like, I pretty much look the same every day. But being around her, it's kind of giving me a greater appreciation for the art 
now that I see in, in fashion, like the art and the science of fashion, really. You know, there's a lot that goes into it. I've observed how, you know, she's told me that, yeah, okay, for this one piece, we need to have vertical stripes, but we need to balance that out with this other solid shade, or we don't want these two patterns together because they, they distract the eye in this particular way, and that's visually unpleasing, right? So there's a lot you have to think about, you know, just in terms of what looks good, but also kind of the science behind what looks good and why we humans think certain things look better than others. So that's all very interesting. And then, you know, in addition to learning about that, I've gotten another look at, you know, some more negative things in the fashion industry, like um, the prevalence of eating disorders and um, standard notions of beauty and how, and how we should morph those and why those need to change and, and that sort of thing. So it's opened up a lot of different fields for me to really explore, just even as an extracurricular passion, even though it's not necessarily my my full-time, you know, devotion, because that, that remains science. But, <laughs> you know, I think being around different people, it gives you flavors of other things. And then, I don't know, maybe one day that will seep into what I um, consider my ultimate passion, which is science and healthcare. Um, so I think there's definitely no harm in, you know, being exposed to a variety of people with different interests. Um, you don't know how that might help you later on. No, exactly. Yeah, I think it's so cool just how one person's love for fashion made you think of it from more of a scientific standpoint, and that might lead to other things. I think that's so great just all around how it's sort of like a cycle just in the world, how we're able to share each other's gifts, and that can lead to other great things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember one time I was working on a, um, a problem set, which is like the word for a homework assignment, and I was taking the stem cell class. And so we were talking about um, different reproductive technologies and advances in, in that area. And one of the problems on my homework assignment was, like, how would it be possible to, um, to use embryos in such a way that a, a person could be born having genetic material from three different people, like from three different adults, Whoa. right? And so, like, I, I was thinking about, I was chewing that question over for so long, and then my roommate was sitting there, and I read it out loud to her, and she heard it, and she was like, what the heck? <laughs> but like that, that was kind of a door that was kind of an opening for her to like get to know more about what I like to do which is stem cells and like um my, you know my major is human developmental and regenerative biology so like this whole arena that's super fascinating um and, and she had never been exposed to that sort of thing at all before so she was really taken aback by that question I'm like no no let me, let me show you like what's going on here look at the science behind it and she walked away thinking that was super cool actually uh, what medicine has enabled us to do so um yeah, I think everyone really benefits. You put it and you, and you take away and you walk away with something too. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you so much, Henna, for this segment. Be sure to stay tuned for our next segment. During the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be The Star You Are 501c3 charity and positive media charity. More information under events at our website at btsya.org. I'm Maria Wong. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation with Hannah on The Gift of You. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, and today's hour is all about you. I'm Maria Wong. And I'm Brigitte Gia. In this segment, we have the return of Hannah Handel, a cherished member of Express Yourself and veteran head host. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hi, Maria. Hi, Brigitte. Hi. This is so great. I love this topic, and I loved our discussion in the previous segment about the importance of kind of owning your talents and your attributes and your gifts and not being focused on what everyone around you is doing and try to em- trying to emulate them in any way, but really to let yourself shine and let your light shine. Cause I think we're really all unique. We all have different things to offer. And if unfortunately we focus too much on what everyone around us is offering, uh, we miss the opportunity to really cultivate the things that we have inside of us and let, and let those be offered to the world. So I know it can be really, really hard because you know, Mm-hmm. A lot of times life is a race and we're looking around us and we're trying to see where the other players are. But in doing <laughs> that, we give up a lot of that energy that could rather better be funneled into doing our work, our good work, which is what I think the world ultimately needs from us, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think um, just to just to expand a little bit on an experience mm-hmm. that I've had with this and like where everybody is just fighting to get to the best position. Um I go to a I go to a pretty competitive high school. I mean, Maria and I go to the same high school. Yeah, so like <laughs> well, it's pretty rough. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm I'm taking a lot of AP classes this year, um, mm-hmm. just because super intense. I'm like, you know, might as well. But then I I sometimes I'm like seated in certain areas of the class where you have an entire group of like really smart people who are just talking about college and like you know you know like. I don't know. They'll say something like, Columbia is my safety school. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? You know, that kind of thing. But then, you know, like over winter break, I've had a little bit of time to relax and, you know, kind of worry about finals, but also put that kind of on the back burner because I want to have a little fun. Mm -hmm. It's break. And so I've kind of been able to really reason with myself because my family, we're like, they can be very, my parents can be very college driven sometimes and like, oh, you need to get to a really good school and be in a position where you can be like monetarily successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom said this the other day. She she talked about how like, honestly, sometimes it does irritate her when 
people do things purely for college and purely oh, to yeah. get ahead of everybody else and not, you know, because they want to help out. And I, I got to thinking that, you know, college, even though it, it is important to like, you know, make sure that you're stable and make sure that you're working hard, college isn't always like the most important thing ever. Not the be all end all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come like, on, people. Yeah, it's like, it's like after college, there's life, like, life is about kind of, you know, finding your own spot and where you're going to be. And like, I was thinking to myself, like, it doesn't really matter to me at the end of the day, whether I get into a great school, because I mean, it does, I want to help my parents like achieve their dreams, right. But um, I ultimately, all I want to really do is travel. And so what Mm. I was thinking about my future personally is I could try and strive to get into a good school, you know, get a good job, so that I'd have enough stability and like, the money to really push me where I want to be, which is like traveling all over the world. Like that's something I really want to do no matter Mm -hmm. what my career, like no matter what direction my career is headed in. And so I feel like at the end of the day, uh, especially to all the high schoolers out there, remember that college is not, you know, the only thing that you, you're ever going to do. Like you get into a good Mm -hmm. college, you're made like that's, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You just need to get a perfect score on these tests. You know, it's not like that. And you really want to kind of find your own place in life. College um, is, at the end of the day, not what really makes you the individual. I mean, it like influences your individuality, but it isn't what you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not the be all end all. And college is four years, right? If you don't, Wherever you are, you know, I, so I will say, for example, so you, you brought up a, a lot of good points in, in what you just said. Um, you brought up, you brought up kind of faking it till you make it and, you know, <laughs> doing things purely for the sake of getting into a college. And I will say that the people in high school who I knew did that, um, they, they didn't fare too well, right? Because they didn't, first of all, they didn't call like in, in all the extracurriculars that I did, I really cultivated skills and experiences that I could put to good use. And if you don't give your all to the things that you're doing, you're not going to get that from it. And that, that doesn't serve you later on. So I will say that with regard to that. And, you know, this idea of um, not kind of putting all your eggs in one basket and thinking that getting into college is your life because it's not. It's four years. It's such a really a snapshot of the movie of your life. It's like a freeze frame. <laughs> um, so I would really a- agree with you and cautioning against kind of lionizing that to be the be all end all of your life and you know I will say that I think I've actually kind of altered my perspective on academics and achievements and school and stuff throughout this past year when I've really had more time to reflect I remember being in high school and you know a lot of my thought processes to run okay I need to get x score to pass this class with x grade to reach this goal and so forth and Recently, I actually, I came across a line from the Bhagavad Gita. It's an Indian book. And that line reads, quote, never be attached to the fruits of your actions. Mm -hmm. So I read that line and I had to let that marinate for a while because I didn't really know what that meant. Um, (laughs) But, you know, sometimes you come across phrases like that or just scenes that stick in your, your head for a while, kind of begging you to be understood. So I thought about that for a long, long time. Never be attached to the fruits of your actions. And 
finally, I was, you know, I was struggling with a homework assignment and I was like, oh no, if I don't get this, then I'm not going to get a good grade on this and then I'm not going to pass this class. And then, you know, that kind of domino effect where your life yes. goes all down <laughs> completely unnecessary. But, you know, that line came back to my mind. It flooded my mind again. And I thought, okay, never be attached to the fruits of your actions. And finally, like a light bulb, I just got it. And, and I, I interpreted it as do your work and forget about the fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Do the very best you can. Give it your all. Give it your everything. Do your best. And that's all that you can get, right? Yeah. So when I finally understood the pitfalls of being fixated on thresholds and numbers and likelihoods, and I realized that the best way to function is really to simply attack everything with my absolute best and give it my all. And that way, I don't have to be so results oriented, right? Because I don't, yeah. I know that whatever comes about is simply the product of my very best, and I can give no more than that. So that's really helped me. And I think for anyone out there, try that for yourself. Just attack it with your absolute best. And that way, you don't have to think about what comes around because whatever comes around is just the product of your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Henna, actually, that's what my parents have actually instilled in me ever since I was little. Just doesn't matter what grades you get. As long as you tried your best, that's all that matters because that's all you could do. And I think going back just, Brigitte, to just our high school in general and just mm-hmm. how competitive it can be and how grade-oriented we can be, um, just I think if we sort of had more of that mentality, doing the best we can, we would actually, I feel like, learn a lot more and mm-hmm. just not only intellectually, but also just more about ourselves. Yeah, you know, and it's it's rough because, like, I, I have a few, like, really smart kids in my class who are really, oh, really no. focused. You know, it's, it's so rough. But, like, I'll hear sometimes, you know, I'll hear, like, one kid being like, oh, man, I got to I gotta be on this one test. And then, like, all the other kids will be like, oh, this really smart kid no longer has any respect for you because you got to be on the test. And I was like, oh, no. dude, you know, like, that's, that's not cool. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's, I, I feel like they, they do it in a very joking tone, of course, because, you mm-hmm. know, it's still like everybody's your friend. But it's also, it's just like rough to kind of hear that kind of tone coming out of, you know, kid, like we're, we're, at the end of the day, we're teenagers, right? We're in, we're in high school. It's not. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you think about it like that, if you frame it in such a way that I am giving this my absolute best, I'm giving it my everything. I can do no more than that. So whatever comes about, this is just from my absolute best. And, you know, I remember like this past year, there's definitely been times when I'm like, shoot, I wish I got a better grade on that or I wish I did better on that assignment. But then I remember that, you know what, I gave it my best. And ultimately, I know there are many other things I want to devote my time to, right? Like, I don't want to just be sitting down all day rewriting and rewriting chemical mechanisms, right? I like, I want to participate in college radio. I want to be able to meet up my friends for dinner, there's so many other things important to me as well. So I figured my study time into this overall plan that I have for myself where everything that I consider important is getting enough time and energy for me. And so that's what comes about from it. And that's that, you know. So and then you kind of package it away and then you you push it out of your mind and you don't dwell on it, which I know can be so, so difficult. But um, I just sort of once I kind of give myself enough time to think about it, I frame it in the way that I would like. I make a pact with myself to package it away and to not let it invade my headspace again. And I think that's so important. Then, you know, after something doesn't go the way that you might have planned um, to give it its due thought and then to to move forward. 
Yeah, I, I think that's as a general like strategy to life. That's just <laughs> how you should go about things. Yeah, definitely. And like, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, what you brought up earlier about like, don't be fixated on the fruits of your actions. I feel like society has, you know, instilled in us that we can only be fixated on the fruit of our actions. And, you know, it's nobody really considers the action itself and what that means to us as individuals and like how that shapes us as people and I, I don't know I feel like nowadays we do need to put more emphasis on like who the person is rather than how much money the person makes and like you know where the person lives or something like that and it's just it's nice that we all had this segment to kind of come back around to the individual and who we really are. And I think that's great. I think we're able to go full, go back around to what's really important. No, definitely. I think just with such a chaotic year with so many different current events and just like the election, just the multiple deaths, natural disasters, all of that. It's um, also good just to be introspective and focus on yourself and how great every individual can be and how we can use our talents to help out everybody in the world. But yeah, I really do think it's great that we've just um, really been able to focus on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not selfish to be self-loving. I think it's so important to take time every day even, if you can, to just reflect a little bit on the events of that day. Uh, I like to do that at nighttime, but maybe for five, ten minutes if even. And then once you reflect on the successes and the failures of that day, you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning and it's a new day. And you don't need to you, to kind of regurgitate all that stuff from the previous day. Let it be a new day and go forth and conquer the world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And on that note, it is time to say farewell. Thank you so much, Henna. We are off Thank you to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Maria Wong. And I'm Brigitte Gia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org and our main site at bethestaryouare.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be you, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself.